Happy We Met, Season 1, Episode 2. Here we go. Today's guest is Felicity Chen. Felicity is the co-founder of Potly, a company focused on bringing the highest quality edible products to help you live a high-functioning, self-caring life. Starting with homemade craft honey, Potly now features olive oil, apple cider vinegar, and chili oil. In this episode, we talk about what inspired her to start the company, some of the hardships she's overcome, and what keeps her motivated in this crazy industry. Felicity, I know you already know this, but you're amazing. This is Happy We Met. All right, so I'm here with Felicity, talking on the podcast. Appreciate you doing this, Felicity. You're great. You're fucking great. Thanks. Ooh, are we allowed to say where? <laughs> uh, I didn't check the explicit content box on the podcast, and I'm going to see if I get flagged or not, because okay. I don't think cursing, I guess that's exactly what they mean by explicit content, but I don't think it's explicit enough to warrant Check in the box. Check in the box. So, All right. I will be cognizant and careful. Well, great. Felicity Chen, one of the founders of Potley, one of my favorite people, owner of WeWork Soma. <laughs> um, Casa Fells. Casa Fells. Um, and uh, someone who I met at one of my first big events at Harvest. Yeah. And uh, I, I would love to kind of learn where you were at um, at that time and kind of have that be like the, the start of this conversation is like, cause we met, you came to a sushi an infused sushi dinner with the herbal chef. It was a pretty baller event. It was, um, it's 40 bucks for like mm-hmm. seven or five meals. And like there was flour, there were vapes. Mm-hmm. We gave away packs and you came and, uh, why were you there? Well, I was trying to get into harvest. And at that point, I think I had gotten into Sava and a, f- a couple of other... Gotten in um, with what? Gotten in with my honey and um, just all these delivery networks. And Harvest was kind of like the the account that I wanted to get into. And I'm still not in Harvest, by the way. Two years later. <laughs> Two years later is not, no longer like a priority for me. I like dropped down from my priority list. We'll get to that in a little bit. Um, but... Uh, I went because I was like, who's the person that I should speak to at this event? Or I went to Harvest, actually, just to like find out who I should be speaking to. And they're like, there's this event. You should talk to Michael. And I was like, okay. Wow, so I, I love there. that someone told you to talk to me about getting a product in the Harvest. That was not a role I played, but I'm happy to know that was the rumor on the street. <laughs> and I, I believe I might have just like either got a contact or just reached out anyway or just DM'd or did something just to like come up and show up and be at this event. I brought two of my really good friends who are big, big stoners. um, And we just had a really great time. We just got really high. And um, the event was so packed because everyone was showing up for the herbal chef. And it was like one of those things where he's from the Bay, but he doesn't come home to the Bay often anymore. He was I think based out of LA at that time. And so a lot of his homies showed up and it was kind of a special event to see, wow, everyone coming out to support their homie that is from like, I don't know, he got to be like UC Santa Cruz? I think he did. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was somewhere like that. But yeah, cool. Yeah, and then that was how we met. And you, uh, where were you with Honey honey Pot at the time? Um, 
Uh, how long had Honeypot been in existence at that point? Honestly, probably for a few months. Like at that point, like I wouldn't say we were really in commerce. Yeah, we had Shava in his account. We had this other this, uh, delivery that doesn't exist anymore as an account. But at that point, we were we had one product, and that was the honey, and it had honeycomb in it, and it wasn't necessarily completely compliant because there was no child-resistant packaging, and this was end of 2017 where um, some people cared and some people didn't, you mm-hmm. know? Um, and at that point, I was in the middle of trying to figure out how I was going to even be compliant and own a manufacturing space and all of that. So that's where I was. I had a hero product in which we had launched quote unquote right um where were you manufacturing at that time i think i we made a probably made a batch of like 100 in my house like okay home, so it was like very like bootstrapped yeah, super bootstrapped and then and then that was a time where i was figuring out how to get my license um and i was super lucky in that my i think i have to thank dre from sava for for almost like just just for existing today, she it was my first pitch with her. I had gone to also one of her events, okay. um, and then I someone introduced me to her, and I like was like, I would love to speak with you. And she was like, I got your email. It's smart for you to CC the main email inbox in my personal inbox. <laughs> um, she's like, let's chat. You know, I'll give you a, sh- shoot me an email again, and I'll give you a time. And I was like, I showed up to that meeting. I pitched her. She was like, Yeah, we'll carry you. And um, she said, you have to come to this women's event. Um, we're hosting it in Oakland and it's just all women in cannabis. And it was there at that event that I had met, um, the people that I was going into a space with and got my manufacturing license. And so wow. that is how I became compliant. I started doing things compliantly. I mean, the first step of, of getting, becoming compliant, quote unquote, is to find a space. It's right. really fucking hard. Yeah. And so we went into that space. Like I think we signed a lease within a week. Really? Yeah. It was it had you had to move quickly. Yeah. And then we signed the lease and and then you had to apply for a permit, which you didn't know you were gonna get or not. So we A permit went. to operate. So you had to first get a space that was and it, the space has to be in the green zone lease yeah. and it has to be owned by a landlord mm-hmm. who's chill with, with a cannabis company right. because you don't wanna Yeah, you don't wanna be you can't be Yep. Paying rent at a place that right. doesn't know what you're doing. And then as soon as we got into the place, then we learned, oh, there's all these things that we had to do to make the, the place up to code, up to compliance. <laughs> so we had to like install like hand washing sinks and a three compartment sink and get a cages and security and, and um, alarm systems. Like these are all things that were like, I had no idea. <laughs> what was your job before this? I was at a startup called MealPal. And I was selling into restaurants and getting people to sign up with MealPal. And before that, I was at Uber. And I you didn't have to deal with OSHA? In, 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 no, in I, I didn't have to deal with OSHA. And like, these are all things that I just, I honestly, it was like, you were the person that told me, it was, it was really cute. I think someone, maybe at one of the events that we were at together, someone came up to you and was like, I really, I'm interested in cannabis. And I don't know how to get in. And I just don't know, like, you know, I don't know everything. And then you're like, have you read the regulations? And she was like, no. And, she was, and he was like, here's the link. Read it. Read it twice. You're in the cannabis industry. <laughs> and I was like, Sounds that's like something I would think. real, you know? And I was like, that's exactly what I did. I read the regulations. Yeah. We're like, all right, let's make this a checklist. And like, 
make sure we uh, we check all the boxes, you know, and that that was pretty much it. You know, that still stands true. To anyone who listens to this and is wondering uh, what I say to anyone interested in getting into cannabis, I send them a link to the actual Bureau of Cannabis Control uh, website that lists the entire uh, language of Malcursa, Prop 64, and I say read it. If you want to know what's happening in this industry, know what the law is. And I think mm -hmm. that's a good step one. Mm -hmm. And to operate a business, as you know, you have to know all that shit mm -hmm. or else you can't operate. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, it's not 2017 where you could bring a homemade batch to a legit store like Harvest and try and pitch them. You'd be laughed at mm -hmm. at this point. Yeah. Like it would just be like, what are you talking about? I wonder if people about? still do that. I do too. I wonder, anyone, who, anyone listening who works at a dispensary, please let me know if, uh, if anyone has come in and brought some homemade Eddies. Who, or like, uh, just like flour. Right, homegrown. Maybe. Like, yeah. I don't know. I wonder, I want, yeah, that's a great question. Some like fancy, like um, homemade hash or I don't know. Right, who just like, yeah, who knows? They just, they missed the train. They didn't quite get the update. And they're like, oh yeah, I used to sell a couple years ago. I thought I'd bring by a new batch. And it's like, what? You haven't got this tested. You don't have compliant packaging. It's like speaking another yeah. language now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, all right, so you got your space up. You hopped on it. You knew the regs. You knew what you needed to do. You learned a lot what you needed to do. I'm sure you've learned so much about building codes and what it what it takes to uh, yeah. keep a fire marshal happy and all that stuff but totally. you, you learn all that yeah and now you're making honey pot right you're still making honey pot at this time mm -hmm. when you have your space mm -hmm. um what were some of the first things that you you did to like once you're in the space because You've gotten it operational. You've spent a month I mean, figuring it, it out. Six months. Six to months. To, like so, it was middle of 2018 was when we were actually like, okay, this is go time. Like July wow. one was really go time. Um, before then, July tw one 2018 was when the like actual regulations yeah. set in, and like two thirds of brands died and. Yeah. Um, at that point, we had just got our place somewhat operational. Like sure. we hadn't had everything sorted out, but it was like building and like in motion, and like we had to use the space sometimes. And I was I was still working a full time job, so my production days were always after the work days. After five o'clock, I would drive to Bayview, and then I would be there from like six to nine, or sometimes midnight. And that was what I did for like the first half of 2018. And then at some point, I was like, I can't do this. We have our licenses. We we got our permits. We, we, we have our temporary permits. We have our, you know, you know, temporary licenses for manufacturing. Like, I think I need to move on and do this full time. Hop, that was, hop that on was, the train. That was the, that was the big switch. Wow. And so when, when did that happen? When did you quit your job? About, um, July or August. Okay. Yeah. And so this is, and when did you sign the lease there? End of 2017. Wow. So yeah, so you had, you had this lease for six, seven months. Mm-hmm. Trying to get it up to code, trying to get it compliant, finally get it there, but then you're only doing it part time, so you're like, fuck it, I gotta just dive. I gotta yeah. I gotta make this I thing. I mean, real. I think it was great that I was doing it part time while the things because you can't work in there right. while it's being built. Right. Um and so But yeah. now you had your now you had your you right. had your like mm -hmm. platform mm -hmm. and so you needed to dance a little bit. So you started dancing. <laughs> full time and um so now you you're full-time entrepreneur making mm -hmm. honey yeah and that at that point it was honestly probably me 
Um, I had my friend Steph that would, you know, come and help me on production days. And then my mom would help me on packaging. Mom, big time. Big time mom. And then sometimes Michael. That's right. That's right. That's right. Production technician for Potley. I should add it to my resume. Yeah. You are there in some critical moments. It matters. It's, it's how you earn. Yeah. Uh, it's how you earn heavy friend points, and then you. Oh, and then. Yeah. Uh, and then. And you now I just like you're. You're here. Exactly. At, now at I get a. We work a free membership to WeWork. Um, Soma. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so then you got pot. You, 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 what made you switch from? Uh, you switched from Honeypot to Potly. Mm-hmm. So we were undergoing transition because. Honey was great as a hero product, but like we needed to expand more than that, right? I want to talk about expansion, but I also want to talk about, I want to use that to say, why did you start with Honey? Because we had access to it. It was really lucky. Like the, the, our story is incredible in that. Um, I'm glad you the, know. The Honey, the honey is, <laughs> is, is, is totally by accident. I had come back from college and I'm being an only child, I was like, what the heck is going on? My parents have like gotten these new hobbies. And my dad had started beekeeping from my mom because my mom's an asthma patient. And I was like, oh, okay, I see how it is. And I was like, oh, wow, this honey is actually, actually incredible. You know, it's not, it's not like, I mean, you know, in, in California, we do have, you know, access to farmer's markets and all of that. You know, we're really lucky that we have access to, like, really raw ingredients very close to us. And the honey is something that you could buy. But, like, most of the time, the honey that you're, you're, you're consuming is, like, added with syrup. So that's more liquid, you know, and it doesn't, like, turn crystallized. When it crystallizes, that's a natural process and people kind of think it's weird. But mm -hmm. then when you add a, a slight heat to it, you know, it becomes liquid again. It's right. honey stays forever. Right. Anyway, so I didn't realize I, well, I came back and I realized I was replaced and then by the bees, uh, by the bees. And I was like, okay, well, um, at, and, and at that point, you know, I was a big cannabis smoker and I was like, how do I get my mom to consume cannabis with me? If, you know, as, of course, as an asthma patient, you know, smoke is not great for the lungs, but right. also um, being a second generation Chinese immigrant, like cannabis is like, is like, no, no, is, is absolutely no, no. And like consider it as heroin. There's no education about what different drugs do to you. There's not, um, it's just all seen as negative because of what opium did to China, right? And because of what opium did to China, like every, every drug that was, is, was just scheduled to like be propaganda right. and taught to them in a way that they didn't understand. Right. So there was no way I was going to get my mom to understand it in that way. And I was like, what if I put in this honey that she's taking every day mm. for her asthma? Sneak a little in there. A little bit in there. And you know, what if it's CBD and it's like, gotta like help her asthma, right? And so that was the idea to create products for people like my mother that would get it. So you had honey, yeah. you had bomb honey, you got bomb honey and you're honey. like, but we need we more had honeycomb in there. I know it was lit. That was a, that was, those were the days, <laughs> the good old days. Yeah. Um, but then you wanted to expand. So now we'll go back to mm -hmm. how you expanded and transitioned away from honeypot. Yeah. So, I mean, also in that time, just throwing it out there, there is, there, um, is another, we were honeypot supply. And there was also another brand, um, a legacy brand named Honeypot at the time, who was unhappy that we were using Honeypot. And so we were like, perfect timing. Let's get out of here. You yeah. know, we were, we dropped honey. It was like pot supply. How do we come up? It was a, an incredible storming meeting with 
um, our girl Libby from Space Coyote, and she sat in here right where we are today, and I like, we were all on a conference call, and we're like, what are we gonna do about this name? And she was like, why don't you just drop honey? And it's pots ply, pots and pans. It's kind of cute, right? And I was like, pots ply, I like it. But like, the thing about like words, like you gotta like create and splunk them together so it is like one word, you know, right. you gotta like create something. So like, what if we did potly or like pot, Lee or whatever, right? And um, and and we kind of deduced it down to Potley, and that's Love where it. we are today. But it was a happy accident, a lot of happy accidents that we also found out in Hindi. Potley means to hold something special, like an what? Indian spice bag. Yeah. So, well, it doesn't do so great for our SEO, to be honest. Like you, you search Potley, oh, and there's all these, all these. <laughs> Indian spice like, bags, and it's like I don't know Diwali or something, right. and like our like SEO just shrinks, and then sometimes it's great, and sometimes it's not, but we gotta like fight for it, you know? And it's like hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, but I, I think it is act another a happy accident that Potley means to hold something sacred, something special. Love that. And it could be like something like spices. Love that. So yeah. Okay, so you got a name that. Oddly enough, relates to something that you could hold sacred, like spices. And although you don't make spices, you are steady building um, some uh, uh, an assortment of items that you can put in your kitchen. Mm -hmm. Which is like, as all, of all the things in the world, a mm -hmm. spice rack and like the Potley line of products are pretty close, mm -hmm. pretty dang close. Like it's not mm -hmm. like dogs. Like there's so many random things in the world that mm -hmm. Potley could mean. Mm -hmm. And it mean, and it could mean spices. So that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, that so, is really cool. So you got your new name, you and it's setting you up for success. And you're like, we want something more than honey. Yeah. So then that what was comes part next? of the name change, and um, and I think that's when we announced also that we were going into olive oil. Yeah, Potley and olive came at the same time, right? Yeah. yeah. Because we were like, okay, we want to. Um, I mean, clearly we had something sweet. And then we wanted to go into something savory, um, so it, it kind of balanced out the portfolio. And then when we kept adding to our ingredients, we were thinking about like when do these items typically get used during the day, and when do they get ritualized? Right, mm. that's the whole concept of Pali. How do you really incorporate potly into your daily wellness routine? That's when you really include in, um, like really incorporate cannabis into your wellness routine. Right, um, and. It's where you already naturally use these products. So honey, typically, I mean, you could use it in your smoothie, but also you can use it at night. And a lot of people use it in their tea, right? right. It's a sweetener. So um, we kind of attribute that to like the nighttime routine. Okay. The olive oil is kind of something that you use during the day, right? Yeah. So um, you put in your salad or you use it to like, I don't know, grill, whatever, season, bake, whatever. Yeah. You use olive in everything. Yeah. Um, our apple cider vinegar which was our latest product that we just launched, was kind of like geared towards the morning routine, right? Yeah. Like you start your day with a shot of apple cider vinegar, maybe with a little bit of honey and like a little bit of cayenne, whatever, right? Yeah. Um, so that's how we think about products that we add to our whole When are pantry. people using it and how can Potly infiltrate all aspects of the day? Yeah, many times a day.
So what's the ideal? What's the ideal day in as a? I'm like I'm like a total potly enthusiast. Live and breathe it. I got all your products. What's an ideal day look like when I wake up till when I go to sleep using all your products? You wake up, you make a smoothie, or you put it in your chia pudding. Put what? What? Honey. Okay. Right. So I start with honey. Pollen. Um, In the afternoon, you make a salad. Yeah. Um, and you use the apple cider vinegar and the, um, olive oil to make a salad with mustard. It's, it's the best. Olive oil, pot, potly olive oil, potly chili oil, and, um, potly, um, apple cider vinegar. Apple cider. The three P mm-hmm. makes. The three P. <laughs> yeah. Makes. A, a fire, like a little bit of mustard. And, and a little bit of mustard. Yeah. You just shake that Coming out. Coming soon. <laughs> do it yourself I mean what's so great about Potly is like the end product looks nothing like ours like the end product that the consumer takes and makes it into is their creation and that's the whole point of Potly you take something that's our ingredient and make it yours totally right? cool yeah I, well it's so, okay I interrupted because I got so excited that's about, right. about the salad dressing but then so I make a salad dressing at lunch yeah and then how do I keep using Potly throughout the day um, and at night before bed Honey in your tea. Boom. And maybe I should have started with apple cider vinegar in the morning. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> that, the the that apple too. cider vinegar, yeah. lemon, and a little cayenne, right, is yeah. what I'm supposed to take every morning? Yeah. And will that make me live longer? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> official, Actually, official claims. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> being not, being not made. Not by the FDA. We are not um, making any claims. But right. It could. It could. It could. I agree it could. Um, well, cool. And so what drew you to like, I know you kind of talked about it with the, the honey and your mom and all that stuff, but like beyond just your mom, like there has to be, it takes too much work to make a company in this industry to want to do this, uh, because your parents got bees while you were at college and your mom doesn't smoke weed. Like there's, there has to be something else that's, that's the driver that like made this major life transition. And really? so, uh, well maybe, maybe not. Is that it? It was just like a little maybe chance. I mean, right for me, away. it was like, what draws you? Um, like, well, personally, this is like more like my, the, why I'm still here is that like I've along the way made some awesome friends, met some amazing people yeah that like for example last night I went to just this is just like you know a normal work day and a normal work event and the normal work event was like we got to eat this incredible meal prepared by uh Canisaur series Kareen um who does amazing infused dinner pop-ups the best incredible shout out um, Canisaur series shout out Canisaur series um, best around seriously and um and the event was thrown by my distribution company, Filigreen. And um, amongst the people that were invited were Sava, my first account. Dre was there. Um, Love that. Um, Vapor Room, you know, yeah. my first, like, San Francisco, like, classic joint. Right? Martin, Carson. Yeah. The yeah. And then, you know, CBC videos there. And um, and Resco, my testing laboratory, was there, of course. Nice. Always Josh. Josh is always Josh. Josh is Josh always is the there. Josh Shout out to up. Josh. Josh shows up. Shout out to Josh. Lizzie, my girl, Futures Flower, also taking shows photos, up. Uh, photos, doing, you know, the Graham, Luna Stower, you know, like, everyone was there, right? And just like it's just like I love that this industry always shows up for each other but we're doing yesterday was you know technically like a work 
thingy, right? But it was it didn't feel like work. It was just pure joy. It was pure happiness and getting to hang with the homies and check in and be like, wow, like, you know, it's been a fucking tough year, but we're still here. Yeah. Um, and that is the that is something that I've never felt before in like a work, work yeah. situation. And I'm, it doesn't feel like work. Yeah. And Lizzie and I talk about this all the time. And we call it the life-life balance. Like, we work so much, but our work is so integrated into our life and, like, being happy and being yeah. alive and that it doesn't feel like work anymore. Yeah. Um, and so that's a big reason why. And it's not because of this that I'm here, right? But that is something that is really special that I'm very lucky to have found. I um, But for me personally, I do, I do think that, like, it was this really wonderful um, interview that MJ lifestyle put out for us um and me and chris was that i do feel like i found a purpose right food is my passion food is 100 percent my passion and i love it because it brings people together it does you know cannabis does the same thing yeah. right and if you eat well you feel well and like that's why i'm here to like bring good things for you to eat and so that you can potentially feel well and feel happy and be and just live <laughs> You know, I so. do know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, I think you're doing exactly that. I'm trying. Yeah. It's good <laughs> and stuff. my name is Felicity. And yeah. And like, it's like my namesake, right? Happiness. So trying to like spread that out into the world. I think you do that very well. I think that's a great way to, to wrap this thing up. I'm very happy we met Felicity. Very happy we met Michael. You rock. You fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs>